This is Rob Scott, and you're experiencing Fundamental Shift from BackToBreath.com. Hi, everybody. Uh, today's talk is called Informed Morality, and what we're going to talk about today is how non-dual states of being or non-duality can inform morality. Uh, I want to talk about what morality is and the different shades of uh, morality and spectrum of understanding there. And I want to talk about a very rigid morality and a looser morality. There have been books written. Uh, Nietzsche wrote, I believe it's Beyond uh, Morality. And I want to talk about an informed morality from the standpoint that non-dual states uh, can inform how our moral base ends up functioning. And this talk is really inspired because I just read an article that is saying that non-duality or sitting in a place where good and bad uh, aren't really being perceived is irresponsible. And the way the article wrote it, that's not exactly inaccurate, uh, but we can definitely use non-dual states to inform our morality or what we find to be right and wrong. So that's what today's talk is about. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, here we go. One of the big ahas for people as they start walking on, uh, if we call it a spiritual path, the spiritual path that we're discussing here, the first big turn for people is to soften their understanding of good and bad. Uh, one of my talks, Good versus Evil, is about this directly, and it's a you know, ancient teaching of sort of softening your judgment of what's good and bad. And we can do that through understanding that uh, there's always bad and good, and there's always good and bad, and also that we can drop our perception of it through practice and meditation and things like that. So that coming to that non-dual is a big aha for people because they learn to not be stuck on things that are good and things that are bad, and that can give them a lot of freedom. If you just stay there without actually experiencing a non-dual state, you can end up walking around very aloof. Now, that's not truly a non-dual state because you're walking around with the assumption that you're better than these people uh, or these situations that are very committed and care about things that they're finding good or bad. So let me state that another way. Some people come to this non-dual understanding and it makes sense in their mind, and then they walk around sort of saying, oh, nothing matters. I don't have to do anything because there is no good and bad. There's no point in participating because there's no such thing as accomplishment or good and bad and all that. Now, two things there. Number one, that's not accurate, right? Uh, it Participating is still very important in whatever way that is. But more importantly, that's not a non-dual state. That's a very judgmental, uh, aloof, I'm better than you state of being. So that's not a non-dual state in reality. However, all of us walking around, in fact, everyone historically, is capable to whatever degree of these non-dual states of stillness, uh, which I often call it. But then we have to go live in the world. Uh, everybody, Jesus, the Buddha, everybody still remained living in the world until, of course, they passed away. But while they're alive, we still have to manage this betterment or, you know, what's going on in the world today place. So as we come from a non-dual state back into 
What do I want to eat for food? Uh, what do I feel about the war overseas? What do I feel about all these things as a person, as our self comes back into the world and we have some type of moral stance? I want to use this talk to explore morality, right and wrong, and how non-dual states can inform and evolve our morality and how important that is. But quickly to point out that article's point was that that aloof state of non-duality can be detrimental and not very useful and not very moral. But a true place of non-duality can absolutely inform morality in a fantastic way. So first off, I think it's important if we define on some level what morality is. Personal morality defines and distinguishes among right and wrong intentions, motivations, or actions. And these have been learned, engendered, or otherwise developed within each individual. So that's really the simple definition. Personal morality defines and distinguishes among right and wrong intentions, motivations, or actions. Now in the past I've spent many talks talking about how we can get attached to a belief or a certain moral value that we might have and how that affects our choices. If we think of somebody who is very opinionated, they can believe so wholeheartedly that they're right, they end up needing to fight for that rightness, right? And this ends up leading to conflict. So in some way, I'm making some argument that we could soften our moral attachments or belief systems. So in doing that, I want to describe a spectrum of understanding. On one side of that spectrum would be very, very attached, very deeply uh, beholden moral values of someone, right? And on the other side of that spectrum, all the way on the other side, is a very non-dual experience. There's no experience of good or bad. There's just pure experience. And everything in between is this big blend. I don't know if it's useful to talk about, but if you imagine that you know, killing is wrong, yet we justify that in wars. Giving a kidney to my brother makes a lot of sense. Giving my kidney to somebody who is a complete stranger doesn't make much sense. Generally, we want to help people that are in our circle of influence, our family, our nation, you know, before that, our neighborhood. As people get further away, we become less morally attached to them. So there's all kinds of shades in that spectrum of what's morally appropriate or not. We have the powers that be play on our moral values all the time. And so understanding them and seeing how we feel about things is really important. So just by talking about that spectrum, does it start to become clear that if we can sit and experience non-dual states, that will deeply inform our morality. Somebody who has no concept of a non-dual state or a stillness or meditation of any kind, who's stuck in, I know I'm right, I know this is the way it's supposed to be, this is what's morally correct. If they deeply sit in that place and have no experience, how much movement can they do when conflict arises? On the other side of that is somebody who has more experience sitting in a non-dual state. They come to situations or conflicts a little bit more open. Someone with very rigid moral beliefs knows what's right. They know. The non-dual state doesn't know. And in a world where complexity appears to be arising in every direction, we're having more and more options. 
The world is globalizing fast, so we have cultures that are clashing together in ways that they never have before. We have lots of things going on where we need to walk into the situation from a place of I don't know. Now, why in the world would somebody get on a podcast and sell the concept of I don't know? The reason is because it works better. It allows for space to figure out all these complex issues. If we believe in not hurting other people, if that becomes a moral value for someone, at what point does that moral value still hold true? We already explored it might for someone's brother, but it might not for someone in another country. And so just getting stuck on a certain belief and the words of, you know, it's right to not do this or it's wrong to do that. That leaves us in a place where we're just too attached. So imagine coming to situations from, I don't know. Let me find out. Let me see how this feels. Let me hear all sides. Let me look at the complexity of this. And then we'll make a decision. And then we'll make a call. I don't walk in already jaded with, you know, a lean, a certain opinion or slant. I can walk into situations open and see what arises. And in that arising is a space where a lot of beauty can come through. I'm not looking through the veil of my own opinions and beliefs and my own morality. So I know a lot of people that listen to this actually have practices of meditation. And that's fantastic because you're going to sit in a non-dual state and you're going to inform your life when you're out in your you know, duality state of mind. And that's fantastic. For those of you that don't practice meditation, a way that you could look at this is when you start to hit your edges, when you start to get frustrated or angry, you are bumping into a moral value. You're bumping into a belief that you have about how things are supposed to be. And that is a big wake-up call for you to bring your attention back to your breath. Give it a minute. Let the situation settle just a touch and come back to it from a place of, I don't know. Let me look at it again. That is an amazingly useful practice. Even if you never sit on a seat and work with your mind, you can just still every time you start to get upset and allow whatever's there to be. So this talk has been on how non-duality can inform morality and bring about some type of new morality for us. It doesn't mean that necessarily right and wrong don't exist, but it shows them as relative, it shows them as complex, and it allows us some space to find out what's going on. Inform morality. That's my talk for today. Thank you so much for listening. Be kind to yourself and everybody else. Bye-bye.